Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Thursday morning. Glad to be with you here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate you guys tuning in, especially our servicemen out there taking care of us. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. This holiday season, take care of the coffee lover in your life with a gift card from Strange Brew Coffee House or... If you're living too far away to take advantage of that, just go to their website. They have the Shopify page right up there, and uh, boom, coffee products delivered right to your door. And, of course, they, they'll they deliver some of these baked goods. Like I said, I know that those the big Debras have been shipped. So just find out you know, what you can bring to the house. There's a lot of different holiday treats available to you at Strange Brew Coffee House. Our good friends at College Corner know that you want to deck the halls in maroon and white. Well, they're the ones to call to do that. Head by one of their two locations in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or shop online at collegecornerstore.com and check out their incredible selection of Mississippi State merchandise. From the stuff you wear to the stuff you decorate the house with, tailgating, home gating, anything you're looking for, maroon and white, College Corner is going to have that. Give them a call. Give them a look today. Only a few days left in this year. Let's make 2021 the best year for your business ever. And the way to do that is to put Advantage Business Systems to work for you. They can come in and give you a plan and some solutions on how to upgrade the technology in your office. Whatever it is you're looking to to do better, whatever it is you're looking to make more efficient, Advantage Business Systems has a plan for that. So call them today at 844-833-6245 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business, Joel T. Yeah. It's a rumblings Thursday. I mean, what can make your Thursday better than Brian and I providing you with our expansive knowledge? Well, I don't, I, there's, there are certain parts of me that are expansive. <laughs> it's a very true statement. I don't know if knowledge is one of those or not. Uh, just a couple, just one heads up, a little programming note. Got a couple of interviews uh, that I've got done. We're going to put those up separate of the podcast because our next podcast is just the three Ps. Uh, but I talked to Jason Caldwell of Inside the Auburn Tigers. I also talked to Cole Kublick of the SEC Network. He'll be on the sidelines uh, for Saturday. Those avail- uh, uh, interviews will be available on the podcast feed, but won't be in the show uh, themselves. But definitely check them out and get some insight on this weekend's game, which we, we will talk a lot more about on tomorrow's show. But now let's move into the rumblings, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. You may have seen me tweet about it today. If you're looking to put a whole beef tenderloin on the table, and man, what a Merry Christmas it will be if you do that, call today to get that taken care of. And not only can they they provide it for you, they'll trim it up real nice, make it ready to go. All you've got to do is the cooking at that point. And, and beef tenderloin, I know Joel doesn't know this because he's not a great cook. I'm a good eater, though. That's true. Not doesn't take a lot of work to make <laughs> beef tenderloin delicious, I promise. So... And especially when it's Welcome Home Beef, Beef Tenderloin, when it's the best that you can buy. So why don't you give them a call today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Place your order. They can ship to a lot of different locations. 
see what they're doing for you, and make this the merriest and meatiest Christmas ever with Welcome Home Beef. And when you do that, one thing's for sure. It just tastes good. All right, let's dive into the rumblings. Our first question today comes to us from our friend Alexandra Watson. I work with a lot of young people. We are starting off hot today, my friend. (laughs) Lately, the hygiene of one of the guys has been pretty bad. Several of the other employees have nominated me to talk to him about it. What's the best approach? I go with blunt honesty. You stink. (laughs) Like, you smell bad. Do you beat around the bush for a day or two, though? Like, walk by, like, what is that smell? Like, do you just... Did you pull like the Ron Bergen, like the <laughs> the uh, the Sex Panther? The, like smells like a used diaper filled with Indian food. You know? Yeah, that's the only way to do this. You got to be blunt. When somebody stinks, you got to tell them the truth. All right? Look, somebody's got something on their face. You can give them the old, "Hey, you got something." You know, you can be sort of, sort of, you know, discreet about it. Somebody stinks, they got to know that stuff. You got to tell them. I'll, I'll, there are some things in life I get. Mm-hmm. Um, one, deciding a bath is not necessary is not something that comes to mind as something that seems like a good idea. I am not a fan like, of leaving the house unshowered. I mean... Like, if I wake up in the morning and my wife's like, hey, can you just run to the grocery store real quick? I'll do that. But, like, to start my day, you know, I'm never coming in unshowered. That's always one of the first orders of business. I mean, I, I get it. There are people that run into hard times in life and, and may, not, may not have a place to lay their weary head and such right. as that. But like, if you are a... You don't have to be rich to have water. No. And, yeah. Water and... and then a can of Axe body spray, man. Do something. Yeah. Cover yeah, up Tell him stank. he stinks, Alex. Tell him he stinks. Justin Strawn has some questions for us at a... Oh, a very unreasonable 3.45 a.m. He, in his defense, I think he sent these questions expecting a normal rumbling. It doesn't so matter. He sent them that's, like that's, the day before. Hey, why? Why so would you do that? I don't know if they were the same ones. I didn't double check, but he did send two sets of questions this week, and the first one may have been at a normal hour. I can't uh, wait to read this first question. It's about one of my favorite topics. I know State is going to have an uphill battle this weekend, but every time I've watched Auburn play this year, I've been less than impressed, yet somehow they have five wins. Are they the most fraudulent team in college football? Yes. They should have two less wins. Right off the top. And you could make a case for three with the Kentucky game, but the Arkansas game and the Ole Miss games, the referees stole those games and gave them to Auburn. Auburn should be three and uh, three and six right this second. Yes. Without hesitation, I would say they are the most fraudulent team in college football. And I think there's a large segment of the Auburn fan base that probably wishes they were three and six. Well, because, make those make some decisions a lot easier. Yes, yeah. I, I think there are probably some folks that typically scream War Eagle that'll be screaming Hell State this weekend. Well, I don't know if it go that far. Is this, uh, are we where are we where state fans were uh, last year with the Egg Bowl? And, and see, it's different though because the state it's not a rivalry. Yeah, the 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 whole Gus Auburn thing is so interesting to me because it's not yes. like yes. it's not like he pulls two and ten out every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's competitive. He beats Alabama sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yet, I don't know that there's anything that he can do to to win their the overall favor mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I just feel like like if they went if it went to a popular vote, I feel like he would be fired. Okay. By his fan base. Do you do you feel that way? 
Probably more than half the fan base. Well, wishes I think a lot of a lot of fan bases are that way, though. Maybe outside like Maybe. Alabama, Clemson. You know, I mean LSU would fire Orgeron a bit right now. Yeah. So, uh, what's the worst Christmas song you've ever heard, and why is it Last Christmas? I'll fight you, dude. Last Christmas is a fantastic song. Who doesn't like Last, last Christmas? Last Christmas. The only thing I don't like about Last Christmas is that, and and my the lovely Nancy McCarley will agree with me. It's you know when he says Last Christmas I gave you my heart, the very next day you gave it away. Yeah. It should be the very next day you tore it apart, yeah. or something like that. So like they they, they, they they sneak in an extra rhyme. The, the, what is the worst Christmas song? Is there one? <sighs> so one you're just like, Ugh. trying to think. Like <laughs> I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus because if if my kids see Mama kissing Santa Claus, Santa Claus gonna be toting him. <laughs> Told him a good old country butt whooping back to that's the why, North Pole. I, that's why I sort of preferred David, Travis Tritt's uh, <laughs> Daddy Looked a Lot Like Santa. Uh, <sighs> you know, some people, some people would obviously say, baby, it's cold outside right now. I don't have a huge issue with that song. I like people, that song. The way some people do. I mean, I mean it's, been, it's basically been canceled at this point. I, to me, there's not really a, a terrible Christmas. There's not one that I'm just like, oh, God, it's so overplayed. I don't know. I mean, you hear them once a year. It's not. Yeah, like, I mean, now you may hear them a lot well, now, yeah. but you can get through a month. You know, what's a Christmas present you received that you hated, but you had to act like you liked it? My dad got me a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> <laughs> I had to read the question. I was not expecting that. Merry Christmas, son. We're going on a balloon ride. <laughs> to imagination land <laughs> imagination uh, and while I don't mind flying <laughs> the thought of being in a basket attached to a giant balloon terrifies me I know he probably spent a lot of money on it so I pretended, pretended to be excited but it never got used Me. You know what the best part about this? It's his dad. Yeah, that sounds like a mom gift. <laughs> my my dad would my dad would never even think like son. Let's get our fat butts in a balloon. <laughs> it's industrial sized. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> man, first off, even if I I don't really have like a bad lemon gift like this, but even if I did, I couldn't top a balloon ride. No. <laughs> 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 I need to know more details. Like, <laughs> did you ever express any desire? Did you ever like watch balloons? Where you're like, man, that looks really cool. They just pull this one out. It's just like air. <laughs> I have no reply. That's better than just the question itself. The question wins. That's that. That's gonna be question of the day when we're done. <laughs> Ooh, uh, last one. Justin had strong questions today, by the way. Lifetime has partnered with KSC to make a mini movie called Recipe for Seduction. I saw I saw a tweet on this. I did yeah. not see anything other than the tweet. But Mario uh, Mario Lopez, aka Slater from Saved by the Bell, will play Colonel Sanders. Nothing about what you, nothing about what you just read is a joke. It's all true. Your thoughts? I can't I can't describe my excitement for this. <laughs> You're gonna watch? Well, it's a mini movie. It's like ten minutes. Oh, okay. It's not even that long. Yeah. So is it on actual TV? I believe it's going to be on noon on Sunday. So I don't know when the Saints play off the top of my head, but I'll have to to take a look. How much do you think Mario Lopez got paid? A lot. It's KFC. Yeah. 
So I, I thought the tagline should have been "Love is the original recipe." But that's good. But they went another way. I think they went with something like I don't know. Didn't they used to have like finger licking good? Finger licking good is they're on something that should be on a different channel. <laughs> you have to pay to those watch that kind of movies. Ah, uh, let's see here. Good questions today, Justin. Good stuff. Jace Caldwell, if you could be in any Christmas movie, which one would it be and why? Well, Die Hard is obviously not going to be uh, my choice here. Um, go. You got one off the top of your head, like. This is where I feel like I need like Alex McDaniel and Karen Howell. Yeah. To to what Hallmark Christmas movie would I be best be suited to? I may I may ask them on Twitter. I'm trying to think though, just in your normal. Yeah. I I, I don't know where, where does where do where do I fit? You could have been like Tim Allen, the Santa Claus. Because I'm fat. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, like, I, I don't want to go back to the 50s or the 60s, whatever the Christ, a Christmas story was set. Christmas Vacation might have been fun. I'd have gone and hung out with the Griswolds. I'm trying to think, would I make a good elf? My Will Ferrell? You could do that, yeah. You sit on a throne of lies. Yeah, that could be you. As a father, what is a gift your kids have asked for that when you saw it, you were like, really? That's what you want? I, I'm not old enough to really have... I don't know. Cal T's finally getting to where he's like, I want that kind yeah. of thing. But so uh, my oldest daughter has like uh, she 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 likes. Uh, okay, this is. I'll be honest. I'm a little embarrassed. Oh, they're kids. It's okay. Okay, so like, there's these things called furries, right? Uh huh. Now some of them are deviant sexual predators. Okay. Then there's another subset that are just people who like to dress up like animals. She has a furry suit, mm-hmm. and it bothers me to no end. I'm just like, wow. Because my first thought when I hear furry, there was an episode of Entourage about that. I'm just like, I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> but evidently, there's also people who just like, yeah, they just like to dress up like dogs and stuff. So that's my answer to this. It wasn't a Christmas gift, either. So. <laughs> uh, I, I will say, like, this isn't really... Cal T every now, I mean, one of his favorite characters, mm-hmm. though he is male, is Elsa. So he likes to run around freezing stuff. But that doesn't really. I mean, no. he's a kid. He's a little kid. Yeah. Like, that doesn't bother me. I mean, that's one. That's the only thing that like comes to mind is something a little bit off. Not off. That's that's the wrong way to say it. But just like, you know, there there are other characters he could be. Even even in that movie, you know, he could be Kristoff or something. But yeah. He's big Elsa. I mean, she's got power. She's. She, I mean, Elsa's a cool. She's the chick. coolest one. Yeah. yeah. She's got the powers. So anyway. So um, and the last so, one. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna gonna say. So he likes a lot of, of frozen stuff, which I don't know. No. Anyway, that's one thing he'll grow out of, and he'll be. You know, his dad. His his daddy here loved Beauty and the Beast growing up. My turn out okay. Well, okay is a strong word. <laughs> uh, weirdest Christmas present that you opened, but you ended up using the most. <sighs> trying to think. Because I've gotten some presents and I'm like, oh, this is great, and then I never use them. But is there one I'm just like, wow, what is this? But then I ended up using it a ton. No, nothing's, coming nothing, to my, nothing's coming to mind for me either. Nothing like just just strikes me as like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll come back to that one, Jason, if I think of something. Uh, Stephen Norris, what are your thoughts on eggnog? I don't like eggnog. I don't like the store-bought stuff. Now, my mom kind of makes this eggnog that's basically a milkshake. Okay. I'm a fan of that. All right. But How do you make eggnog? What, what's like, I, what, I are the, what are the main ingredients? 
I mean, I th- and I know you're like no one, knowing you and your family the way I do. I assume this is a plain old non-alcoholic eggnog. Yeah, it is. It is. There's no splash uh, of Maker's Mark. I want to no. I think there's like sweet condensed milk and some other stuff in okay. there. I I mean, have, it was. I have no idea how to it, make and, it. And I don't know how close it is to the actual like in the jug that you buy at the store stuff. I mean, it really to me tastes like a milkshake when okay. she makes it. But uh, the, the store bought stuff, I'm not a fan of. Okay. Uh, how about you, you like it? I don't like eggnog at all. Yeah. So. I like milkshakes though, so I don't know. That's that's, that's me. Like yeah. in general, eggnog it kind of makes me say yuck. But yeah, hers, like I said, I, I about view yeah. it as milkshake. Pat in Paris, I noticed the OG Cruton song is back. Well, this is a subtle hint. You didn't like Joel's falsetto. I love Joel's falsetto, but when I got, I have had more computer issues in the year of our Lord twenty twenty than I've ever had before. Probably you know because it's twenty twenty, uh, and so I needed to find the Cruton song. So I just went to found an old show. And cut it out. And when I did that, I realized I had the old one. I was like, well, I just, I didn't feel like searching for any more. Yeah. Which is also why you don't get show-closing wrestling songs exactly. anymore. Because the computer died. Yeah. I'm tired <laughs> of my computer dying. Uh, fish sticks or chicken nuggets? Uh, Still Pat and Paris. I, I think I would go fish sticks out you're, of that. You're a gay fish? <sighs> what? You're a gay fish? I'm... Like fish sticks? I'm lost. <laughs> Everybody who got that reference, please tweet at me. Joel didn't catch it. So fish sticks over chicken nuggets. Well, if it had been fish sticks or chicken strips, I'm going chicken strips all the way. Mm-hmm. But well, like I'm Chick-fil-A not a humongous. Okay, if it's Chick Fil A chicken, I'd go chicken nuggets okay. in that okay. in that instance. I'm thinking like, like Mc, McNuggets or you know like the the kid chicken nuggets that you get. They're all probably yeah. Yeah, okay, I got you. But yeah, if, if we're going Chick Fil A chicken nuggets, I'm, I'm all in on that. All right. Carter Bentley wants to know, if John Cohen let you spend the entire athletic budget for a year, what do you do with it? Like on Mississippi State stuff? Or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's not just giving you $100 million to like, be pay, free. I'm, I'm, paying off, I'm paying off the house. Like, that kind yeah, of no, crap. no, you have to spend it like he would. Uh, I could, what, what would I do? Well, one thing I'd do is I'd ask Zach Arnett how, big, how many zeros. Yeah. Would you like, sir? That's good. Um, trying to think, what really needs to be done? The, the hump does need something like premium seating of some kind that's better than what it has. But it's in such a spot right now. I know states fixing to start. Or I guess they're fixing to start. Uh, the, the pandemic, I guess, may have pushed some of this back, but renovating some of that. But they're right. already going to do that. What? What? Else? I don't see any major anything that that need major spending done. Okay. Do you? Well, if what I would do is this: I'm going to pay everybody their salary that they're supposed to get paid. I'm going to take care of all the the the, the normal bills of wear and tear, right? And then, as far as spending extra money, see, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, I, 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 I'm putting everything into football. I'm going to go hire a recruiting analyst staff. Sort of like what Alabama has. I'm going to have 20, 30, 40, 50 people. I'm going to go hire five to 10 former coaches to be analysts. I'm going to put everything into football because that is what puts more money into the. the uh, I'm, I'm not going to put money into sports that lose money. Period. Those people that like those sports aren't going to like that. Well, they'll like it. They'll like it plenty when the football team is winning <laughs> and then there's more money to spend on those sports. But in year one, Everybody's going to suffer so the big dog can eat. That's how that's going to have to go. 
Ryan Nelson, is Lane Kiffin retweeting Tyler Horka's article worse than anything Mullen did in the rivalry? Well, if we were an Ole Miss podcast, we would say certainly no. Um, because they would say, well, he did call the NCAA. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, uh, hmm. Can I defend Tyler here? I'm not worried about Tyler. I'm talking about Kiffin. Oh, okay. Well, I was just going to say, like, the the title of that article... Not his choice. I don't think that it was. I mean, we've already established that Nashville or whoever writes the headlines. Yeah. Um, but the contents of that article, too, were more so about that game yeah. than, like, an overall program right. thing. Right. So, anyway. But that said, let's put that up. What's the worst thing Mullen did in terms of jabbing Ole Miss? I would vote that the uh, there's certainly one program on the rise. Yeah. But that was a that was a retaliatory jab, you know. That Houston Nutt had said something previous to that, so I'm voting yeah. I'm just trying to think. I mean, him saying like we're never going to lose to that team again. That's not really a jab. Yeah, that's... I mean, you're in your you're in your own locker room. Yeah, that's something that should never have been filmed. <laughs> kind of like roll down, oh yeah. yeah, that should have never. Don't don't say that on the air. <laughs> Yeah, I bet if we go back in time, Ed Orgeron would be like, shut, shut that camera off. Uh, so, yeah. All right. I thought Mike Leach couldn't recruit. Why is Ole Miss trying to flip several MSU commits? Ah, uh, it's one of the beauties of recruiting is the hypocrisy. Yeah, y'all, y'all's recruits are terrible. Ah, oh, we stole a recruit from you. It never ends. Never ends. So, um, Last one from Ryan here. What would Joe Moorhead's record be this season? See, LSU's terrible, so I think Moorhead still beats LSU. I agree. I agree. I think he, I think he beats Kentucky. I do too. I think he beats Arkansas. I think he beats Arkansas. So is he? Now I'm going under the assumption here that Kylan Hill is here the entire season and Garrett Schrader's the quarterback. Let's make it a little bit easier. He certainly loses to uh, Georgia, uh, Alabama, and and uh, Texas A&M. So there's three. I think he beats Ole Miss. So then he's five and three. Yeah, that, uh, you know what, Joe Moore, they would have screwed up a game. They're yeah, four and four. four and four, four and four. And there's another component to this. If mm-hmm. you still have Joe Moorhead, you don't have Zach Arnett. Could Bob Shoup do with this defense what don't Zach know. Arnett has done? Shoup's a good coach. I think he could have figured something out. So we'll see. But I, I because think I, four I, and four. I'm, I'm gonna. I mean, we'll never know the answer to this question, but I feel like that the defense might be respectable still, but it wouldn't be as good as it has been under Zach Arnett because I feel like he has worked miracles. But you'd be better off offensively, so it might not be. A, Maybe it might be balance a out. Yeah. yeah. All right, Steve Robertson, our good friend and host. Why hey. isn't Brian more jolly this time of year? I'm plenty jolly. I love the holidays. You are. You are. You're, you're a pretty jolly guy. Now there, you have your days, but we all have our days. Everybody has their days. Uh, did you watch the Facts of Life as a kid? I, are, you, are you a little out of that that realm? I know, I, I know of it. I, okay. My parents would my, have it on occasionally. Right. Well, then the answer to this question, a favorite character is, is Blair because she was the hot one. Uh, no, I do know that. Okay, so best Christmas gift you received as a child? Opening that Super Nintendo as a kid yeah, will yeah. forever kind of stand out to me, even to this day. For whatever reason, I mean, I guess I was right about the eight, you know seven where you're like in prime time 
everything at Christmas is awesome mode. And then to get that thing, yeah, I was all kinds of pumped for that. That's the first thing that stands out. Yeah, that 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 would definitely be you know, getting the. I got a Nintendo. Uh, that would definitely be one. I think the, the my favorite gift that I ever got as a kid was the Hall of Justice uh, from the Superpowers Collection. Oh. That, was, that was a fun fun day, fun Christmas morning for Brian. Santa brought me a nice gift. Last one from Steve. Is it true that every rose has its thorn and that every cowboy sings a sad, sad song? I mean, are you calling Brett I, Michaels a liar? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah it, definitely the case. All right. The Rock of Love with Brett Michaels. That's what I, The Rock of Love. Oh, what a terrible show. Gosh. <laughs> Why don't we call it what it was? You know, 30 skanks try to hook up with a with a washed up rock star. Uh, Uncle Ruckus. Brett Michaels also won The Apprentice, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. Brett Michaels also really tight with Matt Corral. <laughs> Not making that up. Really? His Corral used to date his daughter. Oh, it, Things I did not know. Yeah, I thought, I thought you knew that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uncle Ruckus, literally the worst person alive. What is the best barbecue meat meal from each animal, and how is it prepared? So he's got beef, chicken, and pork. So how, if you're going to eat a beef, what do you want? If I'm going to eat beef, what yeah. do I want? Yeah, what, what part of the animal do you want to eat? Ooh, uh, brisket. Brisket's a fine choice. Uh, I, I'm not going to argue too hard against it. I would say I want a ribeye steak, but brisket is delicious. Chicken. Mm, breast. I want wings. Pork. Well, I mean, bacon is the way to go here, but like burn in, bacon burn ins. Bacon burn ins. Getting like really specific here. Ribs. See, I'm not a I'm not a huge ribs. I guy. love ribs, man. I love them. I mean, I can I can eat them and they're fine, but mm-hmm. I'd, I'd much rather have something else. Yeah. I'd rather have pulled pork than ribs. Oh no, no yeah. pulled pork's down the list for me. Rank these ninety bands: Ace of Base, Bare Naked Ladies, Spin Doctors, Blues Traveler. I like Spin Doctor. I'll be honest with you. That's your number one. I think Blues Traveler's number one for me. They had the most. The, they've had the, the the they had the most staying power. That's that's fair. But Ace of Base may have had the biggest hit. The sign was... I mean, you could not get away from the sign. It opened up my... But then again, so did... You know, Bare Naked Ladies had uh, One Week. That was a huge a- hit. Ace of Base? I may can only think of, like, the sign... They only have and, two songs. The, uh, the others. What's the other one? The, uh, there's two of them. Oh, if you had not asked, I could sing it, but now I can't think of it. All right, I've got to Google it, because it was right on... Don't Turn Around. Yep. Yes. Still got it. Uh, I'm gonna. This is my rankings. I'm going Blues Traveler, Ace of Base, Spin Doctor. All that she wants. I, I, that one too. I, I, all that she wants. Oh, There's yeah. another baby. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That's the one. I'm, I'm going Blues Traveler, Ace of Base, Spin Doctors, Bare Naked Ladies. <sighs> Bare Naked Ladies didn't really have much beyond one week. I'm sp- I'm flip flopping uh, Spin Doctors and. Ace of base on your so list. So Blue Traveler's still number one for you? Yeah, I'll leave Blue Traveler. Then Spin Doctors, yeah. Ace. Okay, that'll work. Who is the MSU, the biggest MSU bust of all time, not named Renardo Sidney? Malik Newman's up there. Malik Newman is a good choice. Dante Walker is a good choice, although you did get one good year out of Dante Walker. Um, Is there a baseball one that you're just like, how did that guy not <clears throat> pan out? I'll tell you a guy that, Maybe it was just in my friend circle that kind of got talked about a lot was Joey Swinarski. That's a good one. I remember that. And yeah. then basically never did anything. Nothing. Yeah, 
Jake Mangum? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, is there anybody? You know, uh, I think I, I mean, I don't mind saying this now because one of the best pitchers in Major League Baseball, Brandon Woodruff, did not have a great college no, uh, yeah, at all. And did not. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And then last from Uncle Ruckus that I'm going to answer, uh, what is the best GIF? He includes his submission. It's the uh, America, uh, the, uh, the um, um, what was the name of that, sh- that, that movie? With the puppets. The movie? Team America. The- oh, yeah. America. Don't say it. I'm not. It's the one where he's just vomiting violently. <laughs> That's not my, my... My choice is the... Don't say it. I'm thinking of the songs. <laughs> Freedom isn't free. Yeah. There's uh, a hefty... All right, calm down. Uh, <laughs> my vote for the best is the Jack Nicholson nod. It's so versatile. It, it is very good. It, it, anytime, somebody, anytime there's any sort of... Any hint of innuendo... In a tweet, I'm coming with Nicholson every time. There are a few that I really like. I, I've told you before, I really like the one of, of, of the guy that like pops the uh, pops the chair out. Pops the chair yeah, out. That's a good one. So now, whenever you know the, the the stuff's about to go down, you know you're gonna you're gonna pop your seat. And that's a good one. Watch the chaos. All right. Um, Allegheny Boys Tennis Program. So I, I finally figured out some something that that I'm gonna address here. I'm gonna sort of a rule for these questions. If your questions make us have more than, like, three answers, I'm not going to ask them. Like, if you're like, give every SEC West team a... No. I'm not going to do seven answers. This is one that we need five answers. I'm not going to do it. It's just too much. Can we do one answer of it? Maybe? In football, which team in a Power Five conference is the most Mississippi State-like year in, year out? So do the the ACC. In the ACC, which which team is more Mississippi State-like? Is the most Mississippi State-like, yeah. Hmm. It's kind of the. This is what I'm talking about. He's, yeah, it's he, just hard. Yeah, it's difficult, and then he wants five more or four more of them, or I guess it'd be three more because the SEC is a power five. But yeah, so he said NC State, and I'm like, yes, I can live with that answer. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, how excited are we for in-person Mike Leach press conferences next year? I'm excited for any in-person press conferences. It doesn't necessarily have to be Mike Leach. I do think that the Mike Leach, the new women's golf um, coach. Because I don't know if we have a rumblings question on it, but a question that we hear a lot is, hey, you know, we hadn't had that many Mike Leach moments this year. Well, it's just hard to do that virtually. Right, right. Or you just kind of know that the press conference is winding down, so you throw out the random off-the-wall question. I mean, when we're doing the virtual stuff, we don't really know how much time we have left, and then they just kind of cut it off at the end. So there's not really a time for a let's have some fun question at the end. Yeah, I agree. Um... Let's see here. Hale State. That's all it says. Can, how can someone be a good three-point shooter and suck at free throws? I want an it exam- really does defy logic. I need to see an example of this. Who is, who is this person we're referring to? Most most three-point shooters are pretty good free throw shooters. Yeah, so, usually if you can shoot from... If you can dodge a wrench and dodge a ball. <laughs> Jerry Martin. Jeremy Martin. In one of the podcasts this week, you told Joe he was the second best MSU reporter. This came after admitting you weren't at the Leech Presser earlier this week. The press conference is the same time as my, my radio show. What do you want me to do? Uh, with that, was there a tag team where one guy thought he was the best on his team, but actually he was the real backup? Was Marty Jannetty? That's what I'm thinking he, about. Was, did they ever think like, he was the lead dog of the Rockers, but he wasn't? I don't, I don't recall that. <laughs> um... Hmm. Christian never thought he was the lead dog of Edge and Christian, I don't Bart think. Barton Billy Gunn? Smoking guns? Maybe. Um, well, I mean, in that group, the Brood, 
Gangrel is yeah. <laughs> obviously not the, the top dog there. Yeah. So that might be a good example. Um, I think in I think in the New Age Outlaws, people would because they tried to push Billy Gunn, but the Road Dog ran that thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a good example. Uh, Sartak Sharma wants to know: Assuming life goes back to being normal, more normal soon, what will it take to get MSU students back into the hump? Winning, lots of it too. It's, and w- and winning games that you're supposed to win, not having disappointments. Yeah, honestly, like, like being at the game last night, and they're talking about a Tuesday night, December the eighth, eight o'clock tip. I didn't think there were that many fewer people than there would have been had everything been normal. There might have been a hundred people in there. I don't think that if we had had a real crowd, there would have been much more than a thousand. I don't get the impression right now. Maybe it's because football is still going on. Maybe it's because the pandemic and it's Christmas season and and there's never a ton of non-conference interest anyway. But I just kind of get the feeling right now based on interactions on Twitter and everything else that there aren't a ton of people paying attention to basketball right now. I agree. Maybe that changes when SEC play starts. I guess before maybe, the new year. Maybe I don't Even know. I think the first things like New Year's Eve, the first know. SEC game. I don't know. Donnie Caffey, do y'all do Elf on the Shelf? Do you do Elf on the Shelf? We do not. At least not yet. Yeah. He'll show up sooner or later. My, mine, mine decided to pack it in. Figured my kids were old enough. Was it uh, you that told me you were not a fan of, of Elf on the Shelf? Someone, I was having a conversation. I just with don't someone. like that little thing looking at me all day. <laughs> I had someone not long ago, I thought it was you, but I guess it wasn't. We had a conversation and they did not like. I don't know. What Christmas tradition would you get rid of if you could? I mean, if it... Traveling? <laughs> and, and I don't have to do much of that because yeah. everybody I go to is yeah. within like 30 minutes. Um, I mean, if... If it's something I didn't like doing, it wouldn't be a tradition. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, everybody has different traditions. I don't, I don't know what you're doing in your house that you don't like. Nothing off my top of my head is just like, yeah. Well, darn, we got to open presents. Yeah. <laughs> Last one from Donnie. Joel, my sister says she went to MSU with you and knew you. Okay. Her name was Clara Caffey. Yeah. And now she's Clara Wolf. Okay. Well, hey, Clara. Yeah, I, do, I remember Clara. Well, there you go. Yeah, for sure. I hope that, you know. Hope you're doing well, and I uh, hope that I haven't disappointed you with my career choice. And <laughs> would y'all date or something? No, What's going on? no. but uh, hope all is well. But yeah, I remember. Sure do. The walking bully wants to know: Can either of us wrap a present well? I cannot. Oh no, I, I haven't. I mean, my wrapping is go buy a bag. About the gift bag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I have been known to wrap a gift, but they are not. Uh, they are not. I couldn't get a job doing it. I'll put it that way. Oh, I couldn't even remotely get a job doing no, it. No, no. Jay Smith, he goes the other way from Donnie. What is your favorite Christmas tradition with your family? My favorite Christmas tradition with my family. I mean, we don't have anything that's just out there. You know, I mean, we gather and we eat and we open gifts and we spend time with one another. Like, there's no... There, there's none of this like you know daddy's gonna go get the night before christmas off the shelf and we're gonna sit here and read the the book together kind of thing like there there isn't any kind of major yeah. we're, we're really basic so i don't know I don't, I don't guess i have anything that stands out as like the favorite i just, I just enjoy christmas yeah. i enjoy spending time with each other and i wouldn't care I, obviously for the kids, I want them to have presents and have fun and stuff. But 
you get to a point, or at least I do, I don't know if everybody does, but like I would be okay with zero Christmas presents for anyone over like 21 or anybody over like 18. Speak for yourself. I like getting gifts. <laughs> I mean, I do too, but if, if it went away and we just all got to enjoy each other and have a good time that'd be fine too i like to read the night before christmas to my daughters i do it every year yeah i I knew you i knew you did that was why i use it like we we don't we didn't ever really have that all right maybe Uh, i need to start it i can start start a uh start a tradition uh is it true this is also jay smith is it true that a college football team is chicken something and disingenuous if they are not able to play a game due to covid related roster numbers asking for an old miss friend i do want to know how many they got I want to know how many players they have. If they told me it's like 48, I'd be like, get your butt on a plane. You're good. Yeah, the the question is, though, we don't know position-wise. That's the only thing we don't know. Last one from Jay. Austin or The Rock, more important for the Attitude Era? Austin. Uh, Austin is the correct answer. I think The Rock is huge. and The Rock is actually the bigger star, but... The bigger worldwide star. Right, but anybody could have played the heel. Right, they could have bumped up Triple H. Oh. So, I'm, not, I'm just saying, like, you Austin was the unique character. The Rock, great heel, but was he any different than Ric Flair? Here's the thing: the Rock, what the Rock was, mm-hmm. was a was the gasoline that continued to get added to the fire because the match and the spark was Austin McMahon. Right, it was not Austin Rock. That's true. Yeah, that's the real feud in there. The feud that that ignited WWF at the time to. Right. Overtake WCW and become the monster it became there for a few years was Austin, Austin McMahon. Rock. Austin McMahon, exactly. and then Rock continued it on with right. McMahon. Well, Austin the, started. Well, Rock was the 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 how do I put it? The uh, sort of like the enforcer. Yeah, he's like the Arn Anderson almost. But you see what I'm. You know, about. it's so weird to think back on all that now mm-hmm. because it's such a legendary period in wrestling history. Mm-hmm. It was really only like two or three years. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. the the it, burned, the it burned hot. The run of Austin Rock was really only. I mean, WrestleMania. It was, it was two or three Austin years. wins the title at what WrestleMania fourteen? Yeah, over Sean. Okay, and then they had their second match at seventeen, and that's is that right, or is it Rock? Rock, uh, or excuse me, Austin beat Michaels at fourteen. Right. The next and then year, fifteen was the first Austin Rock, and then two years later is the second one. In the Astrodome? Yes, and okay. then they had the third one, Austin's well, final yeah, match. But that, that, that's, later, that's not, that's not important. To, that's not important to the, what we're talking yeah. about. Because after Austin Rock in the Astrodome is when the invasion begins, and they, they sort of change directions, and the Attitude Era basically starts to end right about there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Alan Kimbrough, is there an SEC head coaching job? Good job here on spelling out his name not to get noticed, but Hugh Freeze wouldn't take. He wouldn't take Vanderbilt. He wouldn't take Kentucky. Well, he might take Kentucky. He wouldn't take Mississippi do you, do you, State. Do you know that he wouldn't take Vandy? Yes. he would Because it's, it's open right now. Are you hearing his name connected to it? I mean... He wouldn't take Vanderbilt. You can't FOI I, I know that. I, I know, but I, just, I don't think he would take Vanderbilt. I think that, that, might be, that might be the extent of it, though. He would take Mississippi State if they offered it to him. I'd be, first be off, the greatest, it, it would, most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> It would. There is no one in Mississippi State that would even call the man. No, but but, but if they did, yeah, yeah, he would take it. Um, 
Would he take the LSU or Bama offensive coordinator jobs as they come up? But no, I think he's making like three million dollars a year at Liberty. Why would go be a, why be an offensive coordinator? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't think so. He would be more make more sense for him just to hold out because after they fire Orgeron, Freeze will probably be a guy they call. His best bet is to just if he wants to get back in the Power Five, stay out of the SEC. I mean, that would make a lot of sense if, but, I, if I was him. But but if LSU calls, how do you turn that down? Oh, you don't. Yeah. If Auburn calls, how do you turn that down? You don't. Last one. You know, there's a scenario mm-hmm. where, like, say Auburn beats State this week. They probably keep Gus. But, and then next year, let's say Auburn tanks. Let's say Tennessee keeps Pruitt, but next year Tennessee sucks again. LSU, you know, Ed's going to be on the hot seat next year. There's a scenario where you could have, like, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee looking for coaches next year at the same time. And if if you told me that you had three or four jobs like that open at the same time, mm-hmm. to me the odds of you freeze getting one of them's pretty high. Pretty high. A lot of money involved in that too. Uh, last one from Alan. I have two girls, six and four. How much trouble am I in in ten years? A lot. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> it's almost where you are, right? Yeah. All right. Is this okay? Here we go. Yeah. This guy Judd Junkins. He asked this question three times. He said he couldn't get the syntax right. All right. Judd Junkins, if Die Hard is a Christmas movie, should Rambo First Blood also be considered a Christmas movie? I was not aware that Rambo First Blood was a Christmas movie, but evidently it is set during Christmas time. If you, When they go to the sheriff's office, there's a Christmas tree. The town is decorated for Christmas. But I will say this. There is nothing Christmassy about that movie, other than those, those minor decorations. And no, the, the story does not center around anything Christmas-related, the way Die Hard does, because he's at the Christmas party. Even Lethal Weapon, you know, the first thing, the, the opening music is rocking around the Christmas tree. When you first meet Riggs, he's buying a Christmas tree. Uh, or he's, at the, he's trying to buy drugs at the Christmas tree lot. So there's enough Christmas stuff happening around it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen Rambo First Blood, I don't believe. You haven't seen the first one? No. Oh, it's the best one. Yeah. You should watch it for sure. Yeah, I, I never got into the Rambo stuff. You should man, Rambo's I mean, very, very manly stuff. You should get into. Oh, it. I know, uh, yeah, like Rocky. I, I saw those and all that. I can't believe you haven't seen Rambo. Yeah, you need to it, get into. I this. mean, I know what it they is. They still hold up. But, they still hold up. But what I was going to say is, judging by you talking about it, I mean, you could have put a pumpkin in the corner and the yeah, it story been, it, it, stayed the same. That, that that movie could happen on any day of the year. People like to talk about, oh, it could have been any holiday. Well, how many offices do you know have a big Fourth of July party? Big Labor Day party and bring everybody in. No, Christmas is the only one that that works for. <laughs> yeah, you would probably be surprised at some of the movies I hadn't seen because a lot of times, you know, people watch movies and stuff. I watched I, old baseball games. And I'm things. friends with Brandon Walker. Uh, he had never seen Roadhouse, so okay, I'm not surprised by anything. Uh, same one from Judd here. My family typically does the same meal for Thanksgiving and Christmas. Should there be a difference? If so, what should it be? To me, the the only real difference between Thanksgiving and Christmas is the meat. We go turkey to ham. That's the only real difference for me. If, they, if you want to do turkey twice, I love turkey. I'm not going to be against it. Yeah, to me, Christmas is just kind of the world is your menu, you know? Yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, we, we've done all kinds of things at Christmas before. I think we've done we've done just basic, like, burgers before <laughs> Christmas. I mean, we've done, we've done chili. Uh, we, we, we've done just, like, finger foods where you just basically eat the entirety of the day. Yeah. Uh, we've Lights had all kind of, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Wit McAnally. Wit McAnally. I'll get it right eventually. In my opinion, peanut butter pie is highly underrated. What is your opinion? Now, most of you know that I don't eat sweets, but 
peanut butter pie I have had before and I enjoy. So my wife makes a delicious peanut butter pie, and she makes a, the crust out of nutter butters. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah, that's the real deal. You know, I, there's very peanut butter to me is one of those deals where there's very little that you can no, you're right. mess up when peanut, peanut butter is involved. It's good. If we were both wrestlers, what would our finisher be and what would our character name be? Would you be a heel or a babyface? I think Joel and I would feud. And I think, I, I mean, you know that I could pull off the Skandar Akbar kind of, you know. <laughs> Is that too cliche, though? Don't we need to go something different? Probably, but, you know, I could pull it off. Pull it off, you know, going to bring Devastation Incorporated 2K or something. Okay, well, are we just going where I'm, I'm waving the American flag? You're the white meat babyface yeah. over there. Absolutely you are. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I'm mixed between Duggan and Hogan. Yeah, I'm like waving the flag yeah, and the talking Express about saying the prayers spl- and splashed in there. So yeah, and I'm I'm you know I'm the Muhammad Hassan. The Muhammad Hassan. I would like to see a dark side of the ring, but he didn't really you know nobody died or anything. Yeah, his angle is one of the best conceived angles ever. People hated him because his name was Muhammad Hassan. He was American. There was this whole thing. It's like, you're booing me. I am an American. I'm just like you. But you're booing me. You're the problem. The social commentary on that is brilliant. I, don't, I can't believe Vince McMahon came up with it. Like, this is so good. But <laughs> it's brilliant. So I could, I could be that guy. You know? And I would have to be like the Shawn Michaels and bump around for you. Yeah. That's what I'd have to oh, yeah, yeah. And, and I, got, I got a lot of big man offense. But the good, good news is at the end, you get super kicked. and Yeah. What's your finisher then? I think you need to come off the top rope. Like a flying knee strike. So like Daniel Bryan, but off the top rope. Oh, I like it. Yeah. That's actually really good. I know it is. So the flying elbow drop, the flying knee drop. Flying, but I'm not down, though. I'm up. Because if you a flying knee yeah, drop, you're going to kill me. But if I'm up, you can, we can, we can, I can take the blow there and, and go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm liking the booking of this. Yeah, see? And I, I wish they hadn't stolen the... Uh, you know, for Big Show's punch, because mine would be like the weapon of mass destruction or something. <laughs> what did, what did, uh, well, Hassan just used the camel clutch. I could go back to that, though. I make that American submit, <laughs> just like all Americans. <clears throat> I, I could totally pull, have the Iron Sheik in my corner. I could pull that off. Easy. <laughs> Easy money. All Big right. Swole Justin Cole, book it. Book it. Big Swole Justin Cole versus, you know, Muhammad Hadan. Come on. Yeah, I could easily, easily make make that one happen. Wouldn't wouldn't even be any uh, any difficulty to it. Uh, let's see here. Next question here comes to us from Jay Hammers, who wants to know how do you say Missouri like that? Missouri. That's how I say Missouri. Yep. My mother in law pronounces it Missouri for some reason. That's a pretty common thing. I don't know why it is, but it is. Yeah, there's some. One of my grandfathers used to always instead of milk, he'd always say Mronk. Say again. He'd put an R in there. Mronk, Mronk. And instead of, you know, I think this is pretty common. Instead of so Starkville. like Medea with the Hiller. He always threw the S in Starkville. It was Starksville? Stark, Starksville. Did he go to the Kroger's? He did. And the Walmarts? Yeah. I got you. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, other one from Jay. I asked my brother this earlier today. If you could change the outcome of one Egg Bowl, what would it be? And why would it be 97? I, I wouldn't change it. 97 is not the first one for me. 14 immediately jumps to mind for yeah. me. Because you win that game, you got a shot at the playoff. I still don't think they get in because it, it was Ohio State, wasn't it? That right. It was kind of right, right, right. the issue there. But, I mean, State, if you win that Egg Bowl, you finish with one loss, the one loss being Alabama number one at their house. Yeah. 
got a good case. I, you got a case. So that three-year span that they lose three out of four, you could pick any one of those. 14 for obvious reasons. 15, uh, you know, Dak's last game. Plus you go to the Sugar Bowl. Which would be back-to-back access bowl. Yeah. Not access bowls, uh, New Year's Six Bowls. Right. And then 17, I mean, if I'm, am I reversing to the point where Nick Fitzgerald doesn't get his leg torn off? Yeah, I would like to change that. You know, because then you... If you win in seventeen, you've won. You'd had won four straight coming into this year. So, um, but the answer, surprisingly for me, is forty-seven, or is it forty-seven or forty? Forty-eight. I'm sorry, because the next year is when they 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 lose to Ole Miss. They fire Alan McKean, and then it's just been downhill ever since. So, I've been always trying to get back to that point. So, forty-eight is the one for me. Nearly a century is gone, and nothing's, nothing's changed. changed. You, you lose the Egg Bowl, you might get the boot. Uh, there's no question about that. Uh, let's see here. Sheldon Nations, is MSU the worst rushing team in SEC history? It sounds crazy, but below, he did a chart. Fewest yards per carry in the SEC over the last decade. No other team is close, even if you take out sack yardage, still the lowest since 2009. State is averaging 1.46 yards per carry this year. <laughs> Literally, it feels like they could just hand the ball off and fall down at the line of scrimmage, and they'd be pretty close to what they're doing right there. That's surprising, too, isn't it? Because... Look, I know State doesn't run the ball much, but mm-hmm. given the fact that the defense has to be expecting a pass every play, yeah. you would think you could get minimum play. two yards a carry. You think you'd have one? You think there'd be like a 60-yard run in here that would just skew it a little bit, but there's not one. There's not one. So, yeah, in my opinion, this is the worst rushing team. I've never seen an SEC team unable to run the football worse than this one. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, next question comes to us from Cooper Gordon. What? Christmas vacation character reminds you of a family member. You're uh, what are their names? The the old couple. That, I don't know the dad, the, the older guy's name. It's Aunt Bethany. Yeah, the blessing. Yeah. But I no, almost I, said Grace, but Grace, she died thirty seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah my my grandparents, God rest their souls. Uh, Papa used to. I mean, he could say anything to my mama. Like it, it was just really. Blunt or whatever. Yeah. So I could I could see him saying, you know, the blessing, you know, the like, blessing. But uh, I, that that jumps to mind. Uh, I don't guess I know of a. I don't think my, I have my, a cousin. My Eddie. grandfather, my dad's dad, was a lot like Clark's dad. Very blunt, <laughs> very very matter of fact, and you know, di- was easily disappointed by his son. We'll just put it that way. So <laughs> we'll go with that. Uh, David Donald, tip of the cap to Charlie Winfield for this idea. If you could go back and give your younger self some advice, at what age would you go, and what advice would you give? Uh, it's tough, but something that I might would have tried to convince myself to do, I'd probably go back to right around 2007 or so. It, I don't know how I would have ended up doing it or not, because... There's just so many intangibles here with being, being uh, you know, married and things. How would that have worked out? Because I wasn't married yet. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm incredibly thankful how my life worked out. But I, I would have probably at some point between '05 and '09 mm-hmm. convinced myself to go somewhere else and work for a little while. Yeah, makes sense. Um. Because look, truth serum. One day I would have. I'd love to be like an athletic administrator of some kind. Like if you just made me lay out what I would like to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I think I was severely hindered by the fact that I've really never been anywhere else. Right. Uh, for me, I think I go back to like my college days, like the first year of college, and it's like, don't waste your time with other stuff. Sports is what you enjoy being part of. Get into get involved in that. 
I don't know that I would want to work for the athletic department. I wouldn't want to be one of those kids, especially back then, talking about shuffling papers back and forth. But, you know, sort of getting a head start. Well, you got to start somewhere. Hey, well, yeah, but, but I don't know if that's what I would have wanted to do. Work in, I don't know if I want to work for the athletic department as much as I want to work in sports journalism at some point. Yeah. You know, maybe I'd be a better writer if I had done that. Um, you know, you, I mean, I've read some of your you, you, You're pretty good to have not done it. Well, I appreciate that. I'm, I'm very, I'm very self conscious of it. So I'll take your word for it. Uh, you, I, I, I'll say this: you do it well enough that I used, to, you know, because I post Thunder and Lightning on Cowbell Corner too. Yeah. Uh, I used to when I first started doing it. I, I would, I didn't even really look at what you wrote. I would just write my own little blur, right. and and tag the the yeah. SoundCloud link and everything. I just copy paste you now. Oh, right there you go. And the only thing I do that I will say. You don't know AP style. No, I don't. You shouldn't know, know AP yeah, style, yeah. but you, that's the only thing I really ever change. Yeah, well, if you ever want to teach, yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> Another one from Ryan Nelson. He gets back in the mix here. Can we finally say that Lane Kiffin actually cares about the Egg Bowl and, in fact, cares a lot? He sent out a tweet with the Egg Bowl trophy uh, the other day. I, I, again, I think the the we don't care about it is just so overblown. You know, I said I said I don't want to deal with this anymore. Let's, let's, I don't want to deal with it too much. But yes, they care. And they're smart enough, both he and Leach are smart enough to know their fan bases care, if nothing else. And the recruiting cycle, I bet, helps them develop care. Yeah. Uh, even if they didn't have it before, I think after this recruiting cycle, they will. Yeah. JT Hurd asks, what's the difference between a house burning down and a house burning up? Well, see, to me, burning up is an active burn. Like, that house is burning up. Like, it is in the process. Yeah. Burning down, if, it's, it's if done. A, if a house is burning up, it is in the process of burning down. See, if I, I I go a little bit different, if I see a house, I'm like, if I'm in a house and it's like this house is burning up, it's just hot in there. It's just hot in the house. It's burning up in That's here. That's fair. But burning down means we need to get out because the house is on fire. Burning down the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <coughs> the American Dream has a question, but it's one of these we have to give seven answers. So I'm not I'm not doing that. Which is a shame. I hope he has another question because otherwise I can't. I can't talk like him today. I've uh, got a bunch of questions here from our friend Rob Hadaway on Thanksgiving Day. I was reading the newspaper at my in-laws' house and I was astounded to see the NFC East standings. Not a great follower of the NFL. What are the theoretical number of games a team could win and still win the division? A team could go if the team went six and ten, and nobody else was better than that. They could do it because if they won all their division games, aren't the Giants in first place? I. I, you know what? If only we had a device yeah. that had the NSEE standings available to us. The Giants are in first at five and seven. Actually, <laughs> they're tied with Washington at five and seven. The Eagles are three eight and one, and the Cowboys are three and nine. Cowboys need a quarterback. What are they going to do? Oh, that's right. I think the Cowboys play the Niners. Like, is it this Sunday? Well, the Cowboys or played the last night. Yeah, but, but coming up, there's a Sunday night game. It's like Cowboys versus Niners, which is a terrible that's game. Terrible. That, that might get switched and, and around. It's the week the Dolphins play the Patriots. That's going to get switched that, around. That should get switched around. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess a team could win if they went 4-2 and two in the division and everybody else was like 3-13 and 13 or worse, you could win the division that way. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So. But somebody's winning that division at like 7-9. and nine, and that's, Which has happened before. Yeah. Saints got screwed doing that a couple years ago. They were eleven and five and had to travel to play Seattle. That was the beast mode game. Seattle was seven and nine. Uh, Rob Hadaway, what is the most memorable Christmas gift? We well, guess we already had that, but his was the Constructicons. That's a good one. I don't even know what that is. It's Transformers. Oh, okay. More than meets the eye. The robots in disguise. Transformers. Yeah, now you oh, see what I'm getting. Yeah, at. I'm there. Uh, 
Another one from Rob. At what point this week will it settle in on me? There's a football game in Starkville Saturday I need to remember to go to. Hopefully by now. I had trouble on Tuesday night remembering we had a basketball game at 8 p.m. There were multiple times on Tuesday where I had to kick myself and, yeah, just remember I had somewhere to be. And the fact that we're now playing regular season football games in December, yeah, the next couple weekends are going to be the same thing on Saturday. Another one from Rob. Today, the city has started construction in my backyard to replace a storm drain 10 feet underground that runs the length of my backyard. I saw this video. Please rate my extreme anxiety in terms of historical Mississippi State football performances. That's terrifying. I mean, this guy, they're, they're tearing up his backyard. They're right next to his fence, which it feels like it could easily go the wrong way. Uh, for but me, you, you've got to trust that they're going to figure this out and get it. Okay, so then what's So maybe the, like 16 Egg Bowl, you're scared to death going in. But it ends up working out perfectly in the end. That's where we're going to go. Also, is a professor wrong? I chose the pr- wrong profession, becoming an engineer rather than a backhoe operator. I bet those guys make more money than you. <laughs> That's skilled labor. Let's see here. Uh, the Mississippi Anonymous account. I don't know if I want to be associated with that or not, but they said I, I did a tweet where I said Joel T. Coleman and me. He said, "Can I give a lesson to the Twitter sphere on when to use me?" What's the object of the sentence? And also, Please. I mean, the, the secret is to take out the uh, the at Joel T. Coleman and just see if the sentence flows. Yeah, Joel and me. Yes. As opposed to Joel and I. Or, or like... Um, Joel and I are going to do that. You are going to send Joel and me those questions. Yeah. And so if you take out the Joel and, mm-hmm. the, the, it would just be, you are going to send me those questions. Exactly. So you, you take out the, the name We've really and, broken it down here. And just, if the sentence still flows, then yeah. you're right. Okay. Hunter Gillen, why are mini M&Ms so much better than regular size M&Ms? I don't know the answer to this, but he's accurate. Mini M&Ms are so much better than regular M&Ms. They're kind of got a little more crunch to them, right? Maybe that's what it is. You got more candy coating. Yeah. You know, that's a good, good one. Uh, Brooks White, any chance to flip Kadarius Callaway? I say no to that. Which, going back for a second, Reese's Pieces is better than any of the M&Ms. I agree. I agree. I don't think they're going to be uh, flipping Kadarius Galloway, no. How have Starville businesses been doing? Have there been any big restaurant closures? Any new businesses coming in of note? The Stagger Inn is closed. That's the only one that, off the top of my head that is that has not come back. Am I missing one? That's the only one I'm aware of, but yeah. it's really... If you would have told me that things were going to last this long, I would have guessed more, back have, in yeah. March that more, more things would... And that said, and there probably are some that stretched awful thin right yeah, now. There yeah. is the new uh, pizza place downtown now, or not downtown, in the Cotton District. So it sort of balances out. Uh, what are the odds we have limited capacity for sports next season? <sighs> if we're talking about like the start of the next academic year, I kind of feel like this is going to stretch out till about then. Like that's just a random guess, but if vaccinations start happening soon and I just kind of feel like maybe next fall yeah. is a good point to kind of look at and say... We could be back by then. Yeah, which there, there was a point in time where we were saying maybe this fall. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. Gosh, man, we're going to be... We're almost at a year of dealing with all this. Yeah. Daniel Montgomery wants to know, how do we get the old Cruton song back? We already answered that one. Uh, which of these anticipatory moments is the most exciting? Waiting to see if a potential game-winning touchdown is completed? Waiting to see if a potential buzzer beater three is going in, or waiting to see if a potential walk off home run goes over the wall. I will say this: the the buzzer beating three is so quick; 
It's 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 a second. Yeah, you don't but, have time to really. That's yeah. true. But what I will say is, any shot that goes up, mm-hmm. you don't. Depending on your angle, and most people don't have the perfect angle. Yeah. Pretty much any shot that goes up, you think, oh my gosh, that might go in. I will say that the last buzzer beater I really remember was what Q, Q Weatherspoon against Vandy. Against Vandy, and from my angle, I, as soon as he shot, I was like, that's going in. By the same token, Malik Newman's brick, I was like, that's not going in. <laughs> uh, I think it's the, the touchdown because it hangs in the air. You know, like last week against in the Egg Bowl, or two weeks ago, I guess, that ball hung up there forever. The thing is, though, with those Hail Mary passes like that, you just, like, in my mind, mm-hmm. the chances of you actually completing it are not good. They're not good. And, and a game-winning buzzer beater, mm-hmm. you got 50-50 there, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and, and so I, I just think there's more could go either go way the walk-off here for the home run. Well, if you've been in, and watched enough baseball or whatever, a lot of times you can just tell by... The sound of the bat will this, give it away. Well, the sound of the bat, the reaction of the fielders. Yeah. Sometimes... Yeah, you're right. Sometimes because the guys don't turn around. Yeah, like, so it's like kind of given away sometimes. McNamee, the center fielder doesn't turn around. Yeah. He's just like, ah, it's, it's done. The catcher knew, you know... Now, in 13, the College World Series against Oregon State, I think it was, mm-hmm. that game, uh, the first game... Yeah. Whenever Oregon State popped, and I thought it was a walk-off homer, State lost the game. Michael and Michael Conforto, and, and, wasn't it? And Renfro catches it. Well, was yeah. it Conforto? I think so. Um... Like I thought that one was gone. Yeah, but Rufer didn't give up on it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, if you got people like Chip Carey calling ball games, it's like here's a swing and a drive, and it's caught at shortstop. Yeah, pop out. Yeah, like he says. Sometimes you can't tell by announcers. I got you, Gil Manclang. Please settle this debate that I have with my lovely wife and loyal listener Anna. Is Gremlins a Christmas movie? I say yes. What's the premise of the movie? I'll allow it. What's the premise? He went to go buy his son a gift for Christmas. Christmas, yeah. Again, it sort of goes back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago with Die Hard. The premise of the movie is Christmas related. Yeah. Everything else that happens, everything else that happens in that movie is based starts on with that. he wanted to get his son a Christmas gift, a, a, a unique Christmas gift. That's that's the answer. Yep. Uh, let's see here, Cal Brown. Why is it that Reese's Christmas trees are tremendously superior compared to the standard peanut butter cups? I think it's because they're thicker. You get a little bit more peanut butter in there. Yeah, more peanut butter, the better. We, we as we have established, peanut butter is good. Uh, Drew Bruce, what are your favorite top three Christmas movie quotes? <laughs> couldn't Yippee be more. Kaye. No, couldn't be more surprised if I woke up my head. Song That's a good carpet. one. That's up there. That's a good one. Why is the carpet wet, Todd? <laughs> I mean, we can go top three just off that movie. Yeah, you re- you really could, you know. Uh, you know something's full. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, my favorite quote from a Christmas story is, Now, my dad worked in profanity the way some artists worked in oil or clay. It was his true medium, <laughs> a master. I love that quote so much. Some was, I forget what it was. Blah blah blah. My father was an Oldsmobile man. That's a good one. Um, it's it's not my favorite, but one of the most well known is from that movie. You're gonna shoot your eye out. You're gonna shoot your eye out. Uh, yeah, fragile. It must be Italian. <laughs> yeah. The faint glow of electric sex. <laughs> I can't even say it when the light goes up. You know <laughs> that movie is really quotable. Die Hard has quite a few, obviously. Um, is there one from Home Alone? Like when he looks at Buzz's girlfriend. Like, <laughs> yeesh. <laughs> That's a good one. 
Elf's got yeah. a couple. Elf, you sit on a throne of lies. Sit on a throne of lies. Yeah. Um, Santa's coming. Yeah, that. Yeah. There's there's all sorts of them. Um, Alex Barham. Simple things get under my skin in professional sports. Which of these is the most frustrating? A kicker who misses the extra point, an NBA player who can't shoot free throws, or an MLB player who can't bunt. I think the bunting is the least because nobody bunts anymore, hardly. Yeah. I think it's the kicker. You got one job. I mean, if you're look an NBA player, you're not a good free throw shooter. Well, you might be a great rebounder, good defender, and you're just not a good free throw shooter. But if you're a kicker, you have one job. And I understand. Look, 56 yards, sure, I get it. That's tough. If you can't make extra points, you don't belong in the league. 100 so, percent agree. Okay. If you won the Powerball and you give any amount of money to MSU, how much would the amount be, and what would it be for? So let's. Uh, I'm going to give you 500 million dollars. Ooh. That's that's a good Powerball number. How much am I giving MSU and what yeah. would it be for? Yeah. Well, right now, I mean, this is total prisoner of the moment, but right now, uh, a significant sum is going to the support of the Keep Zach Arnett and Starkville Fund. That's 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 that's, that's just pennies in the fountain. Then. That's true. I'm telling you, we're I'm, I, we're talking about the Joel Coleman, you know, baseball performance center. Ooh. You know, the 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 they take the Palmero Center. And we're just going to upgrade that thing. <laughs> it's the Coleman Palmero Center. It's you and Raffy. You know? what, what am I buying? Maybe I'm just putting another loft in right field, and it's the Joel Coleman loft, and I just have I like that. you and That's all of our loyal listeners, and we just record thunder and lightning from the roof every day. I don't know. That wouldn't be fun. Yeah, I could, I could deal with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I would if, if, if I had given one $500 million, I would give State 100 and just say, yeah, I would probably, I, w- I would basically tell John Cohen to sort of figure it out. You would give twenty percent of your winnings to Mississippi State. I still four hundred million dollars left. That's true. I mean, I don't have a whole ton of debt. All right, I'm pretty sure that I, I could get out from under debt for way less than half a million. Yeah. And so now I still have three hundred ninety nine million nine hundred fifty or five hundred thousand dollars to play with. I'll be okay. Yeah, give State a hundred million. See what happens. Be a T Boone Pickens type. Uh, last one. Suggestion for lunch in Starkville. Haven't been there in a year. Is there anywhere I should try? I mean, there's just so many great options. Uh, it's Two Brothers, the Camp House, Bulldog Burger. Uh, the new pizza place is good. Boardtown Board Pipes and Pies is good. Um, you know, the veranda. The Welcome Home Beef Food Truck. The Welcome Home Beef Food Truck is a good is a good place. You just want to grab a quick bite. Um, Dave's. Try the Thunder and Lightning Burger. Oh, yeah. I don't think Dave's is back open all the way yet, so can't can't suggest that. But you got so many good options, man. Alex, it's, it's going to be difficult to mess that up. Uh, Dr. Tony Loper, the best damn veterinarian in the city of Vicksburg. Let's say Andrea Howard becomes a WWE star. How did she get there? Well, I hope to ask her. I put in a request to try to get her on the show. Um, but she sort of addresses that yeah, in, in the, the video, video. They, did, they did last week. Yeah, apparently her and her boyfriend uh, watched WWE, and he said, you know, I think you could do this. And she thought, yeah, I can, because she's felt like she was kind of over the top a little bit and athletic, and she's got that personality. And, and ultimately in wrestling, yeah, you got to be athletic, but you got to have a personality. And she showed that in Starkville some, and now she's going to let it see if it can carry her to the to the top of the card at WrestleMania. So anyway, that's pretty neat, though, the fact that Mississippi State now has a uh, WWE in training person. Although I guess Heidenreich back in the day. Was, I was about to make a Heidenreich reference. Yeah. Where were you on that? So, uh, let's see here. What do we got here? Have you seen the movie Toys? 
With Robin Williams? No. All right, we'll skip not. that question then. What is the worst Christmas song? Then we we had this one too, didn't we? Yeah, we did. So we'll skip that one too. Uh, but the last one here from A. Swenson, we can definitely answer that. In an effort to help spread holiday cheer, could you share which teams in the SEC West have not made it to Atlanta for the SEC championship game? Oh, me. I've got so much going on right now because of Christmas and kids and stuff. It's going to be hard to remember, but I'll run down them real quick, see if we can figure this thing out. I remember 98, State, man, they should have won that thing. Uh, yeah. They were up late on Tennessee. So anyway, they've been there. State's been there. Alabama. Alabama goes all the time. Auburn. Auburn Arkansas has been there. LSU last year. Or LSU. All right, so. We won't count A&M. Nah, I haven't been there long enough. I have been there long enough. So who's left? Let's see, there's only one, I think. It's um, that's on the tip of my tongue. Do you know it? Oh, it's Ole Miss. Ole Miss has not been to the SEC championship. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the one. Good call. Last question here huh? from Wade Jones, one of our loyal listeners. I I I, 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 I like I like answering Wade's questions because I'm going to get a ticket one day, and I have to call him. Uh, <laughs> is it possible that airplanes fly in an arc? Technically, if an airplane flies in a straight line, it would be flying away from the Earth if you believe the Earth is round. Well, I do believe the Earth is round. So, yes, airplanes fly in an arc. They fly a rounded thing. Yep. If you ever if you ever watch like those flight tracker things, it's going to be kind of... It's a little little loop. A little, little loop there. Yeah. Because they, they he's right. If you flew in a straight line, you'd end up in space. You know, one of the, the funny things about like space is that if you get your car to go straight up, even going like 70 miles an hour, you could be in space in like three hours. It's not that far, but you know, it's just you can't get your car to go straight up. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you'd have trouble getting back down. To, right, if you win your car. Well, right, yes, exactly. Yeah. But uh, it's There's lots of issues. There. It's one of those interesting things that, like, we're not that far away. It, you you could get there if you could get your car to go straight up. So that's how we'll finish off today's show. Tomorrow's show is Friday. That means it's the three P's: Mississippi State uh, versus Auburn will be the focus. Hey, do you know what else would get to space pretty quickly? If you a could? rocket. I was going to say a balloon. <laughs> <We're> just <laughs> uh, anyway uh. <laughs> yes a balloon would get you there pretty quick as well how terrifying you, would that be by the way you're just like we aren't coming down we're just, it's getting dark can't breathe I have I have so many questions about the air balloon. Like, is it one of those where a string's attached? Like, you're not going too far up, or are you actually like touring the countryside in the, the balloon? I don't. I, I played that mission on Red Dead. That was enough. We'll leave it at that. All right, guys, have a great Thursday. Back with you on Friday. Don't forget, there's two interviews available on the Thunder and Lightning podcast feed. Cole Kublick from the SEC Network, Jason Caldwell from Inside the Auburn Tigers. Check those out for a little more game information. We'll talk to you on Friday. For Joel T. Coleman, Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.